0: Set your phasers to sexy.
1: Hey, you reading comic books?
2: I
0: think so. Once I figure out what my geek pick will be,
2: that's good because we're going. I figured we (laughs) were. Welcome to another episode of True North Nerd. Yay! In this week's episode, we will tackle Godzilla. We will take a quick look at Detective Pikachu. A bulk of this episode is probably going to be about Dark Phoenix, which we just got out of. Like, yes, about we an hour did. ago.
1: Like busting out of prison, and I've got a belly full of pizza.
2: Yes, we or got. technically
1: a, a Panzerotti.
2: So, so if you if hear there... a
3: big thud, it's Ryan passing out from too yep. much pizza,
2: <laughs> or, or if there's burping and other gaseous Sorry. noises, that's why.
3: <laughs> that's Not necessarily... a great way to welcome people to our podcast. Not
2: necessarily me. So Jen, me. <laughs> with us is Kevin. Hello, Ryan. Hello, and Jen is actually here, Yay!
3: In, person. I'm here Yay. in person, with
2: everybody else. So with
3: everybody else.
2: That that worked out pretty well this week. Um, we're actually recording this a little sooner than we normally do, but uh, Dark Phoenix came out and we felt that we should all go and see it, mm-hmm. and we all went and see it. Good night, everybody!
3: <laughs> the end. <laughs> it's a movie. Why is a
2: film. Oh, okay. So before we get into all this, uh, we'll do a brief look at the news. Ryan, what do you got for us this episode?
1: Okay, so let's start things down in the swamp. And uh Swamp Thing, the latest D C series, um, that just started it's on episode two yep. and has already been cancelled.
0: Yep. What?
1: What?
3: what? Really?
1: Yeah. Yep. It wow. went from being thirteen episodes to ten episodes to we're getting ten and then they're done. Huh. And there's all kinds of stories on why between you know the first it was rumored creative
2: issues. And that um, started popping up when the series got shortened.
1: Yes. And then now the latest has been uh, apparently uh, money. Apparently, it's a pretty expensive show to make, and uh, so right now the, the the blame, at least the studio, is blaming a, uh, uh, a a North Carolina tax credit issue, some paperwork that didn't get filed, or some things that were mistold, or whatever. But uh, but the North Carolina tax person actually contacted, I believe it was Bleeding Cool or CBR. Okay, one of, one of the one comic of the, One of the sites. comic book sites that had a story about it to, to to rebuttal and said, no, 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 the studio knew how our tax credit thing worked. They got an X amount for the pilot and X amount for the season because I guess they only give so much money per season. Mm-hmm. Now, when you do a pilot, they count that as one ch- season and then a season as its own thing. So... Uh, There was only so much money in the fund, and there was only so much money to give.
2: And it's gone.
1: And it's gone now. They they, they used it up or whatever. They've got their share, and that's it. And now they're all, you know, so...
2: There's also rumors that... So the, the, the other rumor floating around involved with this is that DC's streaming service might be dumped... In lieu of a Warner AT and T streaming service, well,
1: that was my next piece of oh, news. A, <laughs> look I, at that—you're jumping ahead on my mm-hmm. list there, Brent. Yeah, look
2: at that, like accidental segue. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but yeah, so the, um, that story is that. So the yes, uh, DC. You know, we all knew they were owned by Warner Brothers. Uh, I didn't realize that Warner Brothers was owned by AT and T. So,
0: uh, they're all in it together
2: oh, somehow. Yeah, yeah it, it was merge
1: partnership. You know, it's the buyout.
2: Either way, it's the merger that paved the way for the Disney Fox buyout. Okay, because um, that was the one that went first. Basic, yeah, basically, if it hadn't gone through, the Disney wouldn't have been able to buy Fox. Mm. Uh, so yeah, so there's uh, reports that AT and T is looking at
1: starting their own streaming service, which would, in theory, then incorporate anything DC related. Like yeah, right. So the the DC streaming thing of its own could get folded in, swallowed up, canceled. It'll probably just get canceled, and then all that stuff will just appear on the other thing. And yeah.
0: yet, uh, the latest thing is that one of the moderators on the DC Universe forums has come out and said, no, 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 the reports of our demise are greatly overrated,
1: and... Uh, we, we've heard that before.
0: Yeah, he says... Um, that, that DC Universe is not going away. They're continuing to ve- develop new shows and they've got more exciting plans to look for. Uh, they can't give you many details about what's coming up, but we're not going anywhere. Uh, uh, Titan Season 2 is coming. Stargirl is still coming. Young yeah. Justice yeah. is yep. still coming. Yeah, but that's Harley, Harley, Harley Quinn
1: still coming. Harley Quinn is still but, coming. And, but see, here's the thing. Since 18, you know, even if ATT decided, yep, we're doing our streaming service. They'll be, what, a year, two years away, probably, from actually being able to get it out?
0: Well, I don't know. I think think that they've been working on a Warner Brothers streaming service behind the scenes for a while, just from different things I've heard. And you know what? I would... I would probably jump on a Warner Brothers streaming service I'd at least think well. about it. Just because the movie
2: library. You're gonna
0: get. Dead. You're gonna get not just DC Comics. You're gonna get Harry Potter. You're gonna get Looney Tunes. You're gonna get the Hanna Barbera library. You know, classic films, Casablanca, and uh, you know, I can't. Why can't I think of another classic Warner Brothers film off the top <laughs> of my head? But there are lots of them out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think. Um, I think eventually you're going to, instead of TV networks, we're going to have content streaming services, Disney and Warner, and uh, Paramount CBS, and, uh, yeah, whatever one's left. Sony, I guess. Sony is the other one that's
3: left.
1: Would you
2: stop
3: that? (laughs) Sorry.
1: I'm okay, so moving it. on. Uh, okay, the Russo brothers, everybody's favorite directing mm-hmm. brothers, uh, you know, directors of Infinity War and Endgame and all that, uh, are developing Magic: The Gathering, the animated series. Yes, for Netflix.
3: Interesting.
0: <clears throat> I saw that uh, online this week. Yes. Is
1: there that much of a story in the, Magic: The Gathering? Because I know that there's those, different cards and there's different people I and there's think different there's things. There's
3: of, like, characters in the cards that you can probably make a story out of it, but I don't think the game the, itself has a story. Yes, yeah, it, it does. does. Does it? Okay. Uh, yeah.
2: Basically, you play a type of wizard, hence the magic part, but the, if you delve into, like, I guess, the rule books that have come out with each expansion and stuff like that, they have done a lot of world building through oh, okay. it. okay. I well, don't know not, a heck the, of a lot about it. So I know they have, like, commander yeah, but decks there's now. Worlds and there's worlds and
3: characters, but there's not yeah. plots.
2: No, there, other than, like, there, there's an... What did you just break? <laughs> my uh, business card holder. Oh. It's all good. Yep. Um, basically, it's, like, not actual people, per se, but there might even be a couple of those, because there's been a lot of expanded universe around Magic. Like, there's novels and... Um, there's been some comic video games, books, yeah. Oh, okay, and yeah,
3: see, I'm not really big into that.
2: Me neither, I just know they exist. Like, the, I can't tell you anything the about the cards, it, have rare.
0: flavor text on them, yeah. too. And the flavor text, if you were to sit down and read all of the cards in sort of the order of their release, you could get a gist of the story of Match oh, the neat. Gathering. Uh, basically, you're a planeswalker, which means you draw power from the different planes of magic and uh, different. Different card sets come from different planes, so uh, in in later sets they've introduced car- <coughs> cards called Planeswalker cards, who are like the big, powerful wizards of the realm, and so that's what this series is going to be based around, it's these oh, Planeswalkers. I would watch that. Yeah. Uh, I think it sounds pretty cool.
2: Well going to show up at Netflix eventually. Eventually. I know one of the animation studios is based out of Canada. Oh, really? Okay. It does... um, I didn't know who was doing the animation. It does one of the other sort of fantasy shows that's on Netflix that I think was one of our geek picks at one point.
3: The dragon one? Yeah, I want to say We watched like one or two episodes of, but I really liked it.
2: Yeah, I I could be wrong, but I I, I looked at it and I'm like, oh, like, it wasn't bad. Like, it, it just, you know... I didn't get sucked into yeah. it, but
3: I've been meaning to rewatch that one and haven't gotten around to it yet.
2: So you, many, uh, I would you'll like it.
3: Like it yeah.
1: yeah, you'll like it. You like the *Avatar: of The, year, the Last Airbender*, yes, Bender, so you'll like
3: *Love yeah.
0: That Show*. It's um, All Spark Animation is the company. Uh, they're they're actually Hasbro Studios. They're the company that makes *My Little Pony*.
2: Well, that makes sense because Hasbro owns, owns Wizards. Wizards of the Coast, yep. which yep. owns Magic and. No, but there's there's two animation companies. And one of them was a Canadian based one. I want to say out, like out west somewhere. Hmm. It's not unusual for like multiple animation companies to work on a cartoon just cuz right. the workload's so heavy. No. Yeah. Well, cool. Yep. Well, I'll I'll probably take a gander at it when it comes out. Yep. I'll
1: watch that. Oh, yeah. It's on Netflix. I'm already paying for Netflix. <laughs> I'll probably Might watch, as well watch, watch it. it. Yep. Yeah. So, uh Hobbs and Shaw comes out this summer. August, mm-hmm. I August. wanna say. Uh, so everybody you know the Rock is in that and he came from the Fast and this is the Fast and the Furious spin-off movie. And so they're working on Fast and the Furious Nine. Uh, so they don't have a wrestler. Is it gonna be called F9? f
3: Nine Um
1: And so <laughs> they need a new wrestler. So they don't have the they need rock a anymore. New wrestler. So they got John Cena. Of course they did, because so he's not From Transformers yeah. to Fast and the Furious Nine, maybe he'll be the same character, nine. and that'll be the secret Fast crossover. Nine. And then we'll get With the Transformers. Transformers. Yeah.
3: I thought the Fast and the Furious Eight was supposed to be the last one in the series. Well oh, mm. they've
2: they've no, had no. like three no. different last ones. I don't
3: know. I think I've seen five and six. Yeah.
2: No. <laughs> I'm now just picturing Vin Diesel lecturing Bumblebee on family <laughs> uh, I thought When you you're a say- part of this crew You're like a family
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know what the hell you just but said he'd,
1: he'd use music But
3: we're family
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say No You can stay, you see him lecturing John Cena This is my movie You can't be bigger than me or else I'll kick you out of this movie and you'll get your own franchise.
2: To which John Cena just replies, You, you can't, can't see, see me. <laughs> me. And walks away, leaving Vin Diesel stunned and not knowing what to do. And
1: very confused. Pulls out his Spinner Championship belt, spins it a few times, and. Yep. Anyway. So, with this being the uh, Ghostbusters 35th anniversary, which apparently was yesterday. For, for the i, think, oh, I believe yeah. uh, at the time of us uh, recording this sure um and there's like ghostbuster fest is going on this weekend someplace i think it's, in, it's over in california oh not in new york i would have thought ghostbusters would have been in new
0: york,
2: um, new york I is think it's really the, expensive to do stuff like that and either. i think in it's the, at
1: the studio where they've got the ghost corp you know that stuff
2: ah. yeah which is apparently still a thing
1: yep and uh so apparently uh, we've got another cast member for the upcoming uh Ghostbusters three, whatever they're gonna call it, uh, Sigourney Weaver is gonna be uh, Dana Barrett again. Supposedly, that's what she has said.
3: Yeah,
2: I'll believe I'll it when, believe it when it
3: starts when I rolling. It. Is yes. her kid gonna be a character? I'm starting to wonder. Did she
2: uh, turn up in the video game? the The one from oh. a couple of years ago. I I, I I don't can't remember. Think she's
1: in the game. Yeah, I don't think
0: she's, I know. Rick about Moranis
2: isn't because they kind of they do a n- nice way of writing him out. It,
0: it won't just, be a real Ghostbuster character movie unless they can get Rick Moranis to be in it. Yeah.
2: Well, apparently he's not retired anymore. So uh, well, he, he was only
3: retired to raise his kids. And yeah, his Kids are grown now. So
2: and his, his view on it is he's just really picky. Yeah. Like he won't do. He can afford everything. To so, yeah. yeah.
3: I want another girl Ghostbuster movie. I fortunately,
2: really like I don't think we're getting that. I know it's, it's sad. Like, I want one too. People are.
3: Dumb. I like that movie a lot. Yeah. Me
2: too. we're not alone either. No. It's like the the vocal internet hated it. Yeah, but uh, like, there's, I've only ever heard a couple arguments against it that I'm like, okay, that like that's your opinion is a good one. Up, uh, I, like, I can from understand the, your. Is not the one I grew up yeah. with me.
3: I've talked about how, in my mind, Ghostbusters 2 is two movies, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it is in my brain.
2: We should sit down and watch it one of these days just to see how you react.
3: Well, I've seen it. It's just... it's In my brain, Ghostbusters 2 is the good one with the plot with the um, the haunted picture. And Ghostbusters 3 is the shitty one with the to- with the goo that they have to yell at. Those are two separate movies. (laughs) Doesn't
1: that take place at the same time?
3: Not in my brain. My brain's a wonderful, magical place.
1: Uh, (laughs) Ah, with unicorns and bubblegum and rainbows. Sometimes. Uh, Okay, so video game movie news.
3: I have video game news when you're done with your video game Okay, perfect. So uh, we got
2: Uncharted. The movie is actually, I guess, sounds like it's actually happening. Yeah, as as when you brought it up before we started recording... I'm pretty sure we mentioned the Tom Holland stuff way back, like, over a year ago. But as a rumor, like, I don't think anything was substantiated. And
1: I think the whole reason I I didn't even read it, I was just surprised that it was actually fact. He's, Tom Holland will be starring as Nathan Drake in in this movie, and it's set to come out in December 2020. Which is getting real busy. That's what I thought, too.
2: Um,
1: but, uh... I think they announced a director or something. That's why it was in the news. Yeah. But I don't know. It should be interesting. Did you want to do your video game news? Yeah.
3: So, my video game news is uh, during EA Play, um, which
2: is EA's announcement stuff for pre-E3, E3? Which, yeah. Which is going on as we record this, basically.
3: They announced the next Sims 4 expansion. Which is going to be called Island Living, and it's coming out on June twenty first, and I am super excited. Can
1: you put your Sim on an island by themselves? I don't with know a, with a
3: volleyball. <laughs> with a volleyball. <laughs> with a volleyball. Or, I don't know. Or one. So...
2: Or a coconut. One lonely <laughs> coconut. You know what? I I don't play The Sims, but I could totally see that being an option. But the, like, as a parody, like you'll get a football or something. Like They would make a little joke. <laughs> you might, actually,
3: because knowing the, the... Not knowing, but the developers usually throw in fun little jokes like yeah. that, so it's possible. So this expansion pack, if you played Sims 3, is kind of like the Sims 3 Paradise Island, which is, I think, my favorite expansion pack of Sims 3. Um, there is a swimmable ocean. You can interact with dolphins, tropical fish, coral reefs. Uh, they have mermaids now as a playable character. Um, there's going to be a... Do you put
2: mermaids in the pools, like, in the regular
3: neighborhoods? Maybe. Um, usually the mermaids can convert from Sims to mermaid and back again. It's not like you're just a mermaid. Oh, so it's like the movie Mermaid. Yeah. Uh, and apparently there's also an active volcano that can erupt and send red hot rocks plummeting to the doorstep of your Sims house. Nice. Which sounds awesome. Uh, and also, there's always going to be the bunch of, like, uh chairs and houses or er, and uh, the furniture. furniture and hair so and when's everything. this new expansion this expansion is coming out on june the 21st of this month yes oh wow i'm super excited uh so it looks like I'm there's surprised also that, be, that um, for that
1: quick of a turnaround of it, this is the first announcement of it
3: no they announced a couple months ago that uh the latter half of 2019 was going to have a game pack and expansion pack and a stuff pack Okay. released in this it was about a six-month period at stuff that time. is just
2: nominal like crap yeah. so right? like stuff chairs, pack is just, clothing usually
3: it's a theme uh, yeah. they did like a laundry day pack and stuff like that uh, a game pack is um, it's got some more gameplay in it like usually has like a new career and then an expansion pack usually has a new world so this one's an expansion pack because it's going to have a whole new yeah. world. And yeah. uh, also, and also all that other stuff. So there's going to be like a conservationist job where you can go and clean the beaches. You can be a fisherman or a diver or a lifeguard. There's local culture. Uh, the Sulani is the local culture, so you can learn about them. Um, and then, I didn't know this until I just looked this up on PC Gamer, but they also announced the game pack is going to be called Realm of Magic, and that's coming out Ooh, in the fall. Magic. Um so that they've had that in in the past before in sims 2 they had a magic expansion pack and i believe they had one in sims 3 i can't remember but sims 2 for sure they had witches and you could cast spells on people um yeah they did in sims 3 too as part of their supernatural pack and they had fairies and stuff like that so i'm super excited for the island adventure pack yay (laughs) that's and
1: jen was never seen again
3: so what when's the 21st that's not Weekend coming up the weekend after it that
0: is two weeks from yesterday as we record.
3: Yeah, so that weekend, um, I'm going to be playing The Sims.
0: <laughs> no, you've got the Quant family dinner, so oh. you can't play The Sims. I can't, I can't on the
3: Saturday, but the Sunday I can play The oh Sims. and then on, I gotta go back. She can on bed. the Friday night, and then I gotta go back to my job, so I'm not gonna even have my computer. Shoot, oh well, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll bring my desktop to my job for that week. <laughs> anyway, that's my news. I'm excited.
1: <laughs> uh, so, in some not so exciting news, Disney and Warner Brothers apparently are both skipping Hall H at San Diego Comic Con this year. I heard that. So it sounds like there's really no big movie uh, presence presence yeah. in Hall H. Now, Netflix could step in there with something, you know, or some Amazon. Amazon or some some TV series, or even, you know, God forbid, comic books could Have something in there
3: yeah. at Comic Con? Oh, that's just crazy. Oh,
2: no, there's been stuff at <laughs> Comic Con, it just doesn't get the big haul anymore. They
3: could,
0: you know, what they, they right could show, ten. um, Star Trek Picard in there,
2: too, yeah, or something to do with it. Yeah, it's, it's filming in California, right? Yes, so, it is. Yeah, man, yeah. I could totally see that because it doesn't really require flights for anybody.
1: Uh, oh, so the team behind the 90s X Men. Cartoon?
2: The one that, uh, the one that everybody,
1: everybody <laughs> uh. <inaudible> That's the one. <inaudible> okay, stop. X-Men. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> they don't want to get flagged. So uh, Apparently, they are putting together a pitch to Disney to either resurrect the show, bring it back, or continue it in some form. Mm. Which, uh, you know, they have a streaming service that they need content for. And multiple mm. television channels.
2: Nice. They've and it was produced by Fox Kids, right? So yep. it's, yeah, it's a, uh, in Saban, I think, Entertainment, wow. band, which I think Disney bought. Bought. Because <laughs> yeah, because they own Power or, Rangers. Well, there was a sort of Hasbro owns Hasbro the brand bought, completely, yeah. but I don't know who owns the the film stuffs of it.
3: Hmm. Because that
2: everything. that might be a rights nightmare because a lot of it was produced. In in uh, uh, Japan, right, and then edited with North American stuff. I know Shout Factory puts puts them out, so maybe there's deals in place to cover that. But I don't. Yeah. I'm curious who owns it. Anyways, anyways. So. And
1: then my last piece of news was um, a big thing that I've spent uh, watching a bunch of videos for the last week. Uh, Galaxy's Edge opened last week. Yes, I
0: am been proud to say I have not watched
2: a single video. You want to go in cold, eh?
0: Well, I'm listening to podcasts, so I've heard lots of people talk about it, but yeah. I have not actually seen anything of my for myself.
2: I've been watching very specific stuff. Like, I was re- really, really curious about the build-your-own-lightsaber mm-hmm. thing. And it, it's a an really interesting experience. I think it was the LA Times has a video up where they, they got permission to do pretty much film the almost the entire thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's really cool, but, like, the... The amount of money you could spend at that mm-hmm, place if you're mm-hmm. a Star Wars fan. Oh
1: well, just so the build this, build your own lightsaber was 200 bucks <coughs> for now. For now, yeah. why is, do you think it's going up? Oh, for sure, it'll go up. It's Disney, and then the uh, the legacy lightsabers all vary in price. <laughs> but uh, and then you know they got the costumes, which I think the uh, the adult. Oh
2: Yeah, I haven't even
1: looked... The costumes, costumes that you aren't allowed very, to wear. Yeah, adults aren't allowed to wear them in, in the park. You to, if you're under the age of
2: 15, you're allowed to wear a costume. Yeah,
3: yeah, but that makes sense. Because, I mean, there's so many little kids running around. They don't want... You don't want a little kid you to run You could up
2: hide a child inside a set no, of no, Jedi that's, robes that's as you walk out the I park. Was saying,
3: goodness, I was thinking you don't want a little kid to run up to somebody dressed up in a, a Disney costume and then have the, the guy in, or person in the costume yeah. be like, F off, little kid. There's a fine. They're they're very protective of their brand.
1: You can wear the Harry Potter robes at Harry Potter World.
3: That's not Disney. Disney's very protective of their brand.
1: There is a fine line though between
0: what's costume and what's clothes. Like, yeah, actually,
3: uh, Sophia Nygar, that YouTube that I listened to, she did a uh, a video on that. Yeah, so it's called
0: Disney bounding, right? Where you uh, you wear clothes that are reminiscent of a Disney character. But you know, if you went dressed as Han Solo. Like how could they stop you? Like so, you're just wearing a pair of high boots, a white shirt, and a black vest over some cargo pants, you know? Yeah,
3: like that th- kind of stuff. I, they can't do anything yeah, about.
2: I think, I think they will like that stuff. You'll get away with, but like part of it too is you, stuff that can obscure your identity. They right. will be yeah. definitely what because they, that's just common and
0: sense. And what they, the other thing they crack down on is they don't want they don't want guests taking photos with other guests, right? They want to protect their copyright on yeah. character image mm. so
3: they probably also don't want guests to have better costumes than what their cast is wearing mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah you should watch the, the Sophia Nygar is a YouTube channel I, yeah, I know she, uh, did, she do, mostly does makeup stuff yeah right? she mostly does makeup stuff but she does some other stuff and she, she got engaged at, she like, did a Disneyland. Disney bounding one that was pretty good yeah they did she did Jafar and her fiance was Iago mm. it was kind of cute <laughs> it
2: was um, it, it looks really cool and yep. uh. So uh, the animals or, that you can adopt, mm-hmm. I want to pour! My cousin has gone already because mm-hmm. he's in that industry, and uh, Stefan, who I've mentioned on this podcast before, who worked on the uh, the, the Comic Con cruise, he's gone. And the company he works for now and his team actually designed uh, shot glasses that are made out of quote unquote rancor teeth, right? And apparently, like he he wasn't able to. He the first hint we were allowed of it. Was uh, like I guess the embargo on a lot of the, that stuff got lifted, so right. we could finally talk about it. And he hasn't said much other than that wasn't the only thing they pitched, but that was the thing that got picked. Right.
0: Yeah, it, and it, they look
2: cool. Like everyth- I want to say everything
0: <laughs> I've heard sounds amazing. Uh, you know, they're not sweeping the land when your um, when your time limit is up, right? You get a four hour window to go into the park. Yeah, they just don't let you into anything. So you don't
3: get escorted out by stormtroopers. No,
0: no, you you can stay, but you can't get in line for the ride. You can't go into the cantina. They won't even let you into gift shops.
3: Oh,
2: really? Right. Uh. So
0: so you can wander around and take pictures of the land, and you know, sort of interact with the stuff that's there. Because there's the whole Play Disney app with a sort of ongoing storylines that you can Mm. play while you're in there, but uh, you can't uh, you can't. Do any you can't buy or do anything. So in how the,
3: do they know if you're t- like? I mean, it's printed on your wristband that your time's up, the, right? But the the color, wristbands are color, color coded.
0: coded. There are four time slots during the day. Oh, okay, eight till noon, noon till no, eight till noon, eleven till three, two to five, two to six, and five to ten. I don't know. Something yeah, like they something overlap called? a little yeah. bit, and uh, apparently. The way to to do it right now is don't go and run to get in line for the ride first thing because that's what everybody does. If you just wait a half an hour, that initial crowd dies down and the line for the ride's been like 20
2: minutes. At least at the current moment. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, We'll see what happens when the the reservation system ends and the general public is allowed in. But uh, so far it sounds like everybody is saying that Disney has done it right well and, yeah, nothing's overcrowded and
2: so well, as i mentioned my cousin's in the industry yeah. and his comment on it was as jaded as he put it as a jaded veteran of this this industry they really nailed it mm-hmm. as an 8 year old kid inside me oh my god it's star wars <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well it's just the one thing
1: from watching the few videos that i've watched is i've noticed there's a lot of nice little spots that I'll be able to find to hide when I go there and and decide to live there.
0: Right. You've
1: got to learn the lingo,
0: I hear, that uh, they have their own greeting. Oh, yes. um, uh, Like, you know something about the 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 suns or something like instead of saying hello they say rising yeah. suns or something. Yeah,
2: it's in the oh. the Star Wars show. Yes, uh, it the, pops up when they go to uh, the bar. They they did an episode of the Star Wars show, and it even they I it, forget. I
1: don't know if it's Good Spires or yeah. it even uh, it um, even
0: gets confusing a little bit too because they don't want to talk about anything real world. So if you have an annual pass, you're eligible for annual pass discounts on merchandise, but the cast members won't ask you for your annual pass. They'll ask you for your credentials.
1: Oh. Right. <laughs> so. And the stormtroopers, when they see you with your phone out and stuff, like yes. scanning the boxes, playing with the game, they'll be like, they'll, they'll inquire what you're doing with your data pad. Yes. <laughs> and uh, the one I did see, you know, they were, you know these two stormtroopers and the guy, I must've said that that he was scanning. Cause the guy turned, oh, he's like, oh, these little beep, beep. The guy's, oh, he, this poor guy over here is going to be scanning boxes all night long. It sounds like being, and just a
0: cast member in the land would be a lot of fun. I am
2: as <laughs> one of those ones that they you had do, a I'm, run of like transfers. Oh, yeah, they would have. they.
1: Well, I think s- that showed a little. bit had a clip because they of people. People, could, people getting told they got hired. They, yeah, I so that, I think yeah. there was a whole audition. You know, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, there was a, a lottery more or less. Like, I'm probably. sure some
2: of it will get old. For like those stormtrooper costumes can't be. Like cool,
1: right? Like, like well, I'm sure clean, they have a like short shift.
2: Or you, know. yeah. you can
1: buy them. I think six thousand dollars. Yeah, I, think I, at the I co- saw
2: a list of like the most expensive merchandise you can buy there. There's like a twenty thousand dollar R two unit. Yeah, full size R two. No. Yes.
0: A, yeah, I heard no, about no, that. Yeah. No,
2: I'm <laughs> I, I, I can probably like not to throw him under the bus or anything, but I'm pretty sure Rex could make me one cheaper than that <laughs> at this point.
3: Rex, don't you dare quote us $20,000 when we (laughs) ask you about a droid. (laughs)
2: $20,000? Canadian. I want to build my own little droid. (laughs) Yeah, and the little droid, yeah. It's it looks fun. What, and, like, they've got personality chips to throw in them and stuff. And
1: the best part is they're remote-controlled, too. Mm. So, like, it's not, I've got that little R2 from a few years back. It's great, and it does some voice commands and stuff, like, but it's not remote-controlled, so it just kind of sits around and does its own thing. Yeah. If it was remote-controlled, it would be a
3: lot more fun. We're going to have to go with an incredibly strict budget.
2: Yeah, no. Like, nope. the, the robots look really Put it all cool, on the I credit would, card. I would probably no. not <laughs> do that unless, like, we were there with a kid. Who like because building it is half the fun in some ways because it's a conveyor belt with just the parts on it yeah and you, you, you pick your parts you tell them which droid it is you're building so they because i guess the center is different between the r2s and the uh the sphere droids like the the bb88 style droids but after that like the the colors and stuff that you can mix and match into yeah. it's they they have maximized both the fun and profitability,
3: which is what Disney this. does best. Yeah, as long as it's fun. Yep.
1: Any other news? Oh, that's it for me.
0: I got um,
3: a little you got bit. A couple?
0: Um, this is one we didn't sort of talk about in the rundown before. What uh, new uh, news? Space Space announced one of the, a new show for their fall. Uh, CTV had their big, their big, uh, their upfront upfronts up and. Um, uh, so Space announced one new show for the fall. It's called Resident Alien. It's based on a Dark Horse comic about an alien who crash lands on Earth, and his job is to take over the world, yeah. uh, hell-bent on destroying humankind. But he is forced to pose as a small-town doctor and ends up liking us. It's kind of like Zim. And the alien is played by Alan Tudyk.
3: Ooh, I love okay, Alan Okay, Sold. Tudyk. Yes. I'm, if Alan Tudyk's in it, I'm sold.
2: Well, especially with that premise. That, yeah. that just sounds good. Yeah.
3: So,
0: yeah. Uh, buried in this article, though, is that uh, space will be becoming CTV sci-fi this fall. I think September 12th
1: Didn't is the date. That was supposed to that? happen like last like a year wild ago. Wild we talked wild. about yeah. it, but it, it is happening this year. Because that was okay. big news last summer. Yeah. yeah. All the different th- CTV channels were supposed to be
0: rebranded yeah. last fall. Yeah. Then so it just it, sort of
2: disappeared. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's happening this year, and I wonder if that'll, if that will, if we will see a new CTV streaming service app that you could.
2: Nah, wouldn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah,
0: so <laughs> if you if you're not uh, getting cable anymore, you could pay a monthly fee for CTV and all of its, which, considering all of the programming that's on all the CTV channels, it may not Wait, be a A lot of that stuff isn't that already on Crave. Yeah. Good uh,
1: job, okay, yeah. It's all the same yeah. company.
0: The CTV app right now has a ton of stuff oh, yeah. on it. Movies and uh, old TV. You can watch I Dream of Genie on CTV. Is go. it free? Yes. And do you need
2: a cable subscription? No. Order. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll give that a go.
0: For like current CTV programming, Like, if you yeah. wanted to watch The Amazing Race, or you Law can watch order. the new episode, but once it becomes the old episode uh, you need to log in. Okay. But for these old shows and movies, they seem to just be letting them go for free right, right now. All right. Um the other little bit of news I had was about oh, my favorite sitcom, The Good Place. Uh the creators were um at Upfronts uh uh, for NBC, and yeah. it was announced that the fourth season of The Good Place will be the last season. This is not a cancellation. This is uh, this is Mike Shore ending the show. Uh, he doesn't want it to go on too long, uh, and he thinks fifty episodes will be enough to tell the story that he's telling. So I don't know if any of you have watched season three of The Good Place. Is not it on yet. Netflix no. yet? No. no, no.
3: Oh yeah, once it's on Netflix, we'll watch it, uh, and we'll probably watch it all at once.
0: Yeah, I was watching that on, it was on CTV as well, I think, so <laughs> uh, it is so good, and I can't talk to you about it, because no no blow spoiling. Mind. Uh But yeah, so the end of season four will be the end of The Good
2: Place. That's too bad, but at the same time, it means that they're ending before it gets bad. Right. <laughs> yeah. I
3: like and, it when they end on their own terms. Yeah. And yeah. Kristen Bell is
0: doing the Veronica Mars reboot, yeah. so yep. she's that,
2: busy. Now, that makes more sense now. Yeah. Is like how was she going to do both, like it like that just becomes scheduling. But she probably knew that the good place was ending and just kept it. To and herself. even
1: then, the, the good place is only what ten episodes in a season, yeah. and they're half hour episodes. So. Uh, so, they do
0: thirteen, I think. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: So one little thing I was going to bring up um, is is interesting because Ryan and I have talked about this. Particular topic in the last little while. Or plans for the world domination. Besides that, okay, you guys. So one of the things that is annoying about going to comic conventions is People? bringing stuff to get signed. Yep. Because you like you want to maximize the amount of stuff that you can bring in a bag. If you're not assholes, like Ryan and I are not assholes, you don't want to bring two that? short boxes full of shit. On, like, a travel carry. Case. Oh, you've got to
0: carry it. It's like...
3: So, yeah, but then people are like, here's the 75 things I own that you did. Sign yeah. them all. Yeah.
2: So, a company called Hex has teamed up with Jim Lee for an interesting Kickstarter that's two sides of the convention problem. Okay. To develop... Uh, they have developed two sets of backpacks. One is for artists... So um, it basically, it's a way of carrying all, like the backpack carries all your art gear, like your laptop. But also it's got a pocket in the front with slots for all your brushes and pencils and stuff. If you're an ink wash guy like uh, Lee occasionally uses, and he tells the story in the the Kickstarter video about how, like, it's happened a couple times where you get to the, the altitude and, like, liquid bottles will go... Pop in your bag and get it all over shit. Well, imagine that with ink.
3: Yeah. Mm. So
2: it's got watertight pockets on it for that sort of stuff. Okay. Yeah, and the other side of it is, is there's another bag that they're offer- offering through the same Kickstarter that's for collectors. It's got good, solid, sturdy room to put all your books in so they, they they're kind of held tightly but still comfortable enough to fit on your back. It's got a slot on the side for your poster, tube. Oh. Like, it, it's really designed... Like, we've been talking about this for years. Now, here's the drawback.
1: One million dollars each.
2: No, but it might as well be. Yeah. Um, each bag... They're gold encrusted with <laughs> diamonds. No, if you're just getting one of the, the regular... Um, uh, backpacks, it's 120 bucks through the Kickstarter. Now, a good knapsack that's not really that expensive, mm-hmm. but if you're looking at it as just, like, for comics and stuff like that, yeah, it's a little pricey. But the artist one, I think that's totally worth it. If you're doing conventions and you're an artist, like, I would totally, like, put in for this Kickstarter. Now, there is more expensive bags that have, like, these bags in particular, um have lining that's jim lee batman art inspired to them mm. like on the outside it's just a gray bag but the inside liner is all that oh. i imagine in the future we will see these bags without that they'll just be say, a little cheaper. aren't there some that have a jim lee batman on the outside as well yeah but like in the bottom like panel like oh. it's not like overt like i'm a batman nerd kind of thing it's it's kind of subtly hidden
1: I did see. I didn't bother reading it, but I did see a picture of a backpack with Batman on it, and thought, "Oh, okay." And in my news, yeah. it might have been earlier this week when I was
2: killing time. Like, and they've developed the other thing for artists with it with the backpack. Like, it's for travelers too, right? Like, so it's got passport sided. Uh, okay. like so pockets. easily pockets. Okay. And like for your uh, your passes and stuff like that, there's easy slip po- pockets on the the sides and shit like that. It's really like as much as I I can't justify the cost in them. They seem very well designed and very sturdy. So if you're looking for that type of thing, uh, check it out. It's on Kickstarter. It's uh, through a company called Hex. And if you just Google like Jim Lee backpack Kickstarter, it'll pop up. It's currently got, as we recorded this, 26 days to go. So by the time this releases, there'll be at least like 10 to 16 days left on it. But uh, yeah, that was cool. So now we get into the meat of the episode uh, the movies that we've seen in the last little while. Uh, start with Detective Pikachu because only two it. of us saw yep. it.
0: I did not see that one.
2: You didn't Spoilers see
0: for
1: Detective Pikachu.
0: Pikachu starts those-
2: now.
1: Pikachus in it and Pokemon and a there's detective. Oh, there's only one Pikachu, so not multiple Pikachus, just one Pikachu, just the one. Okay,
2: yeah, actually, no, only one Pikachu. And there's yep. multiple other Pokemon that you see multiples of, other than Psyduck. I think you only really see one Psyduck, yeah. But it, it uh, was
3: adorable, like, this is my review, it was adorable. It was exactly what I wanted out of this movie. I wanted to go in and see Ryan Reynolds be a smart mouth Pikachu, and that's exactly what I got.
2: It is his kid friendly Deadpool movie. Yeah, like it, it, there's, there's no swearing or anything. Like, but there's still that like little bit of Ryan Reynolds' attitude snark in yeah. the the Pokemon.
3: There was enough to kind of keep you interested, and uh, like adults and kids. It was definitely good for kids. It moved at a good pace.
2: There um, were a couple jokes in it that I'm like. Ooh, that got left over from the other draft where it was a little bit more of an adult movie.
3: Maybe. I totally called the ending. Um Bill Nye got to be a bad guy.
2: Yeah, Bill Nighy's in this movie. Really? Yeah. yeah. He's like one of the major characters in it. Ken Wanatabe's in this movie? Yeah. The the um and the and uh what's his name? From Deadpool? Uh not Ryan, not Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. No, um, Mohinder, the, his cab oh, driver. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's in it like for five minutes.
3: He is? I didn't see know. He's remember. the
2: guy at the beginning who's trying to convince him to grab
3: oh, the cubo. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah. Oh, I thought he looked familiar. Yeah, anyway, it was so, so cute. So I recommend going to see it. If you like Pokemon or if you have kids who like Pokemon, take mm. your kids. Um, as an adult, there's enough jokes that you will be entertained.
2: Okay, it's and well
3: written for what it's well it is. Written. I mean, it's not the type of like I'm not, I don't really want to see it again in theaters.
0: So, I should watch when it comes up on whatever streaming
2: service it ends yeah. up yeah. on. I would watch
3: it on a stri- I don't think I would buy it because it's not the type of movie that I would probably rewatch a bajillion times. Or if
2: but, you're if you go to drive in and see something else, yeah, it's, oh, and oh, it's, it's yeah. Movies, yeah.
3: That's definitely worth it. Yeah, um. Yeah. I'm
0: sure it'll show up on a like a Canada Day dusk till dawn or something mm.
3: <laughs> yeah if, if it shows up on Netflix I'll watch it, um, it yeah it was really super cute
2: It'd be a, it'd be a good one to buy if you're a parent if your kids want to see it because it won't get so tired so quickly
3: right <laughs>
2: um, so, so yeah
0: th- th- and up. it is now the number one video game movie of all time
2: yeah <laughs> well in North America in
0: North America uh, it beats Tomb Raider. Which and is number two now. That right? movie is twenty years old, so which yeah. <laughs> yeah, Angelina
2: Jolie Tomb Raider. Yeah, we I
1: totally thought it was uh, Resident Evil. I could
3: see one, one of those
2: being people. on that list. I like
0: the first tomb Raider. It was Yeah, it was, it was
3: okay. Fine. I didn't mind it.
2: Um and she was perfect for for the time for that oh, character yeah. too. But, yeah, uh, so we're
3: not going to do a real in-depth review of Detective Pikachu. There's well, not really much. It's not a series, real in-depth no. movie.
2: Like, if you've seen the trailers; you pretty much know what you're getting into. Yeah. Like, it's not false advertising at yeah, all. Yeah,
3: if you saw the trailer and you liked the trailer, you will like the movie.
2: The Pokemon are really done well. Yeah, the CGI, like, CGI, is, CGI fantastic. is really good. It blends oh, good.
3: really well with the
0: live actors. And the the main actor in the movie is uh, the young guy who's the who was who, he? Who is Izzy's. Isn't I, don't I don't know. Oh, I thought I, he was. I a, haven't seen him in anything I he before. Was, he was Somebody, good. somebody's son or something.
2: No, he. No, he's. I was thinking he was a smith. He is a smith, but not one of those smiths. Oh, oh.
3: and did you notice when he when they uh, uh, snuck into the top secret factory or wherever the lab? Yeah. Uh, the girl, whatever her name was, was dressed like the Pokemon trainers from Pokemon Go. Oh, Did you catch yeah, that? She yeah. was wearing the the, the, the uh, hat and she had like the same kind of outfit on. And I was like, oh, she looks like a Pokemon oh, Go. The one thing we should
2: note is it's weirdly in continuity with the Pokemon cartoon universe. Oh. So if, you, if you've, if you and I don't know a hell of a lot about Pokemon. Like I, I've seen, I saw like the original series, I think chunks of and the movie. But the movie where Mewtwo escapes... Is referenced in this movie oh. Like it, it's kind, kind of, of a plot point kind of makes sense
1: because I think that movie Is being reissued I, I,
2: I remastered oh, On it like Blu-ray or something and Might even
1: be getting a theatrical run
2: Oh okay that would explain it You know
3: what I would go see that in theaters Because it's been like 20 years since I've seen it <laughs> You know just like we're going to the other retro type movies yeah. And you know I Although, went and saw the Sailor Moon movies And
2: Does it include the Pokemon Island short that was before Did you ever see Okay so when the first Pokemon movie came out out, it came out with a short called like pikachu's island adventure or something okay and it is this trippy <laughs> movie like mini movie where it's like ass drops pikachu off and is like have fun pikachu and it's an <laughs> island totally a pokemon have fun, so there's there's no english in it like no, no it's discernible language pika pika yeah and the scroll it's just squirrel, like this squirrel. really like i'm I don't do drugs, but I feel it would either be a really good or really bad movie to do drugs to. <laughs> nice. So yeah, thumbs up from Jenna yep. <laughs> to Detective Pikachu. Awesome. Um so Ryan, Kevin, and I have all seen Godzilla, Godzilla: King of the Monsters. Yes, I
3: have. Oh, you saw it too? Yep. I, did. I did. Not with us Not
2: with
0: them, but I saw it.
3: I did not, and nor do I care to.
0: I <laughs> saw it without having seen the last Godzilla movie.
3: Did you follow along with it
2: fairly well, though?
3: You
0: never saw the the last one? No, I did not. Oh. Um, yeah, it was fine.
2: Yeah, um, you probably I, had like one or two minor questions. I, I, I assumed about it.
0: that Kyle Chandler was in the last one too. Nope. Nope. No,
2: no, not at all. The- but the Wife was nope nope the <laughs> no. Only
0: holdover character
2: is Ken, Ken Watanabe. Yeah yeah.
0: Okay. Because it just the way the plot played out it was like I'm expected to know who these people are and that nope. that nope. they were established in the Godzilla universe. <laughs> no, nope. and not at all.
2: That's okay. really kind of neat.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just assumed that they were known characters because nope. of the way the movie played out.
2: No, the city that you see in the 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 first part of the movie where their son where gets their gets son gets in, in, San Francisco if that in San Francisco, happens in the first Godzilla. Yeah, movie, I
0: assumed that they were there and that's there was like. like a, a a sad, sad part nope. where the nope. sun died.
2: Nope, we don't see that at all. Nope. Not not really? one. Bit. Yeah. yeah. There are brand new characters wow. introduced. Wow. <laughs> Does that change your opinion on this movie at all? No. <laughs> so, um Ryan and I went into it looking for monsters punching monsters. And Ryan, what did we get? We got
0: monsters punching monsters. That's what I wanted to out of it,
1: and that's what it was.
2: It wasn't bad. No, it, 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 I, I liked it better than the last one, to be honest. Uh, yeah,
1: we had more monster on monster action. If we could see the <laughs> well, monster well, on monster action better. Um, yeah, some of the, the 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 peoples and the people stories, eh, whatever. But that's not why you watch this movie. Yeah, um, if it's got now, some, if it's got some story, that's great.
0: Monarch was established in yep. the first movie, yes, and was it in Kong, Kong yes. Skull, Skull Island, Island as well? Yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: And there Which is they name drop Skull Call Island, Island. Oh, all oh, over. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Place. <laughs> With and Kong, they mentioned Kong a few times. Yes. But we don't see Kong.
2: Now, something I laughed at as a baseball fan <laughs> is that final scene in Fenway Park, the big battle scene that takes yeah. place basically at Fenway Park. Not even the uh big green monster of Fenway Park can bow can not bow down to Godzilla. <laughs> Because that that's the that's the baseball part, yeah, with The big green monster, big wall. the king I know, of the monsters. I I don't know for sure, but it had to be somebody's little inside joke that they wanted to get in there.
1: Or they really didn't like Boston. and were like, oh, I'll yeah. show Boston the effects. We'll How the fight really...
2: happened in Boston,
1: or we'll, we'll destroy that baseball yeah. stadium. The effects were pretty good. Oh yeah, the, um, the effects were solid. Yeah, it was fine. Um, I I I like the the world building that happened in this movie. Okay. Like with the... the Don't you mean world destruction? No. (laughs) Smash, smash, smash. Well, that too. I did like the blow-em-up stuff. But I meant the... uh uh the expanding like the the fact that you now the, the multiple mar- mar- monarch bases right uh the name dropping of skull island to set up the sequ- the, the the next movie right
2: uh things that happened see, in the first godzilla movie stayed put like the, the destruction of san francisco and, yeah. happened and was it was still a wasteland see
0: i assume that Watanabe's whole team were
1: Holdovers from the last movie. Nope, nope. Bradley Whitford wasn't in nope.
0: it, or no, Zhang Zhi, no. um,
1: or maybe the maybe the one woman team? that was with him. That was it. Just him and a woman.
2: Yeah, and there was some. There was that. I'm trying that, to think of who else. Uh, African
0: American woman who was the general who was nope. in
2: charge. of... No, no, she wasn't in India. No, the, the main last star of was... last one was the guy
1: was kickass.
2: The guy, uh, okay. Aaron Johnson. Yep,
1: and... he was the main <laughs> and uh, Brian Cranston, but he dies early on. Yeah, yeah, and. uh
2: Scarlet Witch and Scarlet um, Witch. Oh, uh, Olsen. The, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with Olsen.
1: yeah. But she's not in it at all that much.
2: Yeah, which but, which made it weird when they they did that and then well, they up. They, were, ma- in they were married
1: in this movie. Kickass, who's also Quicksilver. And, oh yeah, and, yeah. And yeah, They were so they were married. So yeah, when they become brother and sister later, it was weird. But uh, yeah, no. The uh, I enjoyed the the homages to the old movies like the one when the the monsters would show up and it would be like the Godzilla theme or the Mothra theme yeah, Yeah. and it'd have like enough in it that to be honest I haven't seen a lot of the old classic Godzilla movies but I've seen enough of these movies to be able to recognize oh that's the Mothra theme when Mothra shows up and it's like incorporated into the new song I
0: gotta tell you the best thing at the screening that I went to I saw it in Aurelia Last weekend, um, was it an afternoon screen? I don't even remember. It was an early screening, anyway. And there was a, a, a young kid, maybe seven or eight, in the row in front of me with his parents. And every time a new monster showed up on the screen, he'd go, "Oh, it's Mothra! Oh, it's Godzilla!" And the parents were like, "Shh!" And I'm like, "No, this is the most fun I'm having. Is this little kid yeah. being so excited about these giant monsters? He knew all of them. <laughs> oh my God, it's Rodan!" <laughs> And he was so excited, I thought his head was going to fly off.
3: I love it when kids get that
0: excited. And the parents are like, shh, you got to be quiet. I'm like, no, let him, let him go. This film is, there's not a lot of people here. Let him be. I'm fine with it. But, uh, yeah, it was so funny. This this little kid, I'm like, how does this kid know all these Godzilla monsters? His dad must watch
1: old monster movies with him all say, the yeah. time. <laughs> parents are doing something right. <laughs>
0: oh, my God, it's Rodan. <laughs>
1: Now, there are people online, of course, that are cutting up things, especially like the one post, you know, some of the posters <laughs> and some of the scenes where it's like, well, here we see Godzilla and here we see a nuclear submarine. Well, here we see Godzilla's ankles standing in the ocean and the submarine floating right beside him. Oh, yeah. I was how is this to, possible? I was trying
3: to figure out how to post that onto our Facebook. It's hilarious.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. it's it, I so to, to that boring. thought it's like stop 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 looking so hard um
0: yeah. i liked kong skull island better that felt more like an adventure movie uh, maybe it was because it was a period piece too yeah uh
1: but, but it, and that one is more of an adventure it takes place on an island yeah we're they on have a to, mysterious island they have to escape there's Whereas native people all the godzilla ones it's like they take place on earth and you oh, go this from... one was all over. They they got around the
0: planet
2: yep. very quickly, well, but yeah, they, they
0: explained did. that too with the maybe tunnels takes...
2: and the yeah. And, and you know, maybe it takes place. Maybe that's how John Wick gets around the planet. <laughs> it takes place in the same universe because John Wick and John Wick Three, he moves around the planet really, really quick. <laughs> yeah. He travels by map. (laughs) So, oh, that's the. Muppets, John Wick, and Godzilla all take place in the same universe with all (laughs) over.
0: I wouldn't rush out to see another Godzilla movie, but if
1: I wanted to go to the movie. But the next one is Godzilla vs. Kong. I will
0: probably go and see Godzilla vs. Kong. There was. A, a, I still don't care about Godzilla movies. There was <laughs> one big shout out to Kong. The, there was a character who was in Kong Skull Island who appeared older in this movie. Uh, Joe Morton played him in this movie.
2: Oh, yeah, I didn't was, catch that yeah, at yeah, all.
0: Yeah, that was... Um, Which character? Who was he supposed uh, to be in Kong? Uh, do, 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 do. He was... Where did it go? Boom. Boop, boop. Oh, I, uh, the black scientist? Maybe that, that's him.
2: Oh, didn't catch that at all. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. That was the, that was same, the same guy, guy from no. Kong Skull Island. Apparently, Joe Morton's just typecast into playing scientists. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I first saw him on Eureka.
2: Yeah, Now that, 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 <laughs> he was the he was the the black scientist Cyberdyne on Eureka. And, yeah, but he was the he creator was, of yeah. Cyberdyne. Oh yeah. Terminator Two. That's true. And mm-hmm. creator of Cyborg and yep. Justice League. Yep. And he's in the terrible Blues Brothers 2000. Yep. <laughs> so that's a... Um, Ryan and I rather liked it. Kevin yeah. thought it was all right. It was fine. So it's now, a giant monster movie. There's monsters so beating at each other. Yeah. Now we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. Uh-huh. Potatoes. Dark Phoenix. Warning, spoilers for Dark Phoenix coming up because I think we all have a good chunk to say about this movie it's a
1: movie
0: it's, it's
2: a definitely movie. It's a movie A Phil well let's not use the word film. it's a movie <laughs> so let's start with Jen <laughs> now Jen correct me if I'm wrong when you found out that they were doing this particular storyline this is kind of the same reaction you had to like whenever Batman's origin comes up in film.
3: We know you've done this storyline every single time you do an X Men anything. It's Dark Phoenix.
2: That being said, yeah, I was what still really looking forward
3: it? to this movie. I was looking forward to it because I really liked all of the other X Men movies with this cast. Um, yeah,
0: Apocalypse was
3: it? I I really liked Apocalypse. I liked them all. I. I feel like it's a really good cast they're really it's like they're well cast for who they are or who the characters are and i mean even though Jean gray is definitely not my favorite and i'm kind of sick of hearing about the dark phoenix i was still looking forward to it because i like sophie turner and yeah. i think she does she does a good gene gray she's mm-hmm. fine yeah yep uh, i was so disappointed in this movie it was i don't know I, I felt like it was it was not an action movie it was more of a drama a drama. Mm-hmm. And the pacing was really slow. Mm -hmm. And it's
2: not that long of a film either. It felt very long. Yeah.
3: And I don't know if that's because every five seconds, the idiot in front of me kept turning on her stupid cell phone and it would tear me away from the film because all I could see was the light of her stupid cell phone and all her text messages. But, um, I still felt like it dragged at points and it probably could have done with some editing when they did do action scenes. The action scenes were pretty cool. Um, I, I kind of have, like, my big kudos is to Jessica Ch- Chastain. Is that how you pronounce her name? Yeah. She did that whole role in heels. Like, big heels. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, stiletto almost. I thought we were going to have
2: a fight there for a minute. I was <laughs> like,
3: holy crap. She was doing all the running and the jumping, and, like, she's wearing heels. Those things hurt. Which one? Who's she? white hair She changed. was the alien. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, the movie was really pretty. I, like, I liked all the effects that they did. I liked the solar swarmy thing. Like, that was really pretty. Um, but it just dragged. They really liked doing close-ups of people's faces. Did you notice that?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a
3: lot of extreme close-ups of people's faces. Um, and yeah, it just dragged. The plot was... They could have made it a little bit... And I mean, the nature of the of the story, it should, didn't have to be that quick a pace, but they could have made it a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Maybe a, c- a couple more action scenes. Because, I mean, that's what people go to see these movies for, is to see the fighting and the superpowers, yeah. not to just hear people be upset but anyway so i mean it it's definitely my least favorite out of all of them um i yeah i was hoping for a lot more that's basically my review
2: Uh, Ryan, why don't you go next
3: uh so i
1: went into this not expecting much i tried to avoid you know headlines and reviews and uh, the stories because all the headlines you were seeing you know were it, it was not getting good reviews uh, but I wasn't you know going in not expecting anything, and uh, yeah, no, it's a movie. Yeah. Uh, at times I found it boring, which I hate to say because it's you know it's X Men movie. I think it shouldn't be a couple boring. People got up and left. No, yeah, were they? I, th- I think just thought- got up. And came- I think they got left and came back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I was I actually thought at first I thought oh this is going in the right direction when they actually did the whole. Sent them into space to help the astronauts, and then oh, it's like okay, so the, yeah. the whole you know, she's gonna they're gonna hit with something, you know, just gonna and hit the phoenix off, force, and then it was like I, okay, good, they're on the right, they're telling the yeah. story right, and that's about it. Then, they, pretty much from there on out, they forget about the original dark, well, the phoenix saga, yeah. Um, and that's another problem I have with all these movies that do, you know, yeah. They want
2: to do the Phoenix Sega, but oh no, they want to do the Dark Phoenix. So it's like, well, you- they don't do the Phoenix Sega to lead up to it. Yeah. it it's right. the, the same problem I have with Venom, really.
1: Yeah, we want Venom, we want Venom, well, yeah, but you, had, you gotta establish Spider-Man first mm. and then bring in Venom as a black suit. Then you can have Venom, just like, oh well we gotta bring in Doomsday so we can kill Superman. Well, why do you want to kill Superman in the second movie that you have Superman in? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I would. Uh, I was disappointed we didn't get more screen time for Quicksilver because yeah, in these movies he's usually pretty good, and he got taken off the board right right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Um. I really liked that there was more with Nightcrawler though, and that he yes, tried it. He and, kinda, he,
1: and he and yeah, and yeah, his character really developed in this. Yeah, like he, he
3: tapped into his his anger in a, in and a rage. His, yeah, he he had a really good fight sequence that I was like, yeah, go Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that was like right at the end of the movie, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: and. Who are these aliens? Yeah, we
3: didn't even get their names. Mm -hmm. No, they Uh, did. They
2: said it once. Once,
3: yeah.
2: Oh. They're called called the Jabari. Yeah, I can elaborate on that And then
1: they barely had a a, a point, a purpose? They wanted the Phoenix... They were chasing the
2: Phoenix Force? Yeah. For some... Reason because to the, bring to back bring back their, their planet. planet. No, because yeah.
3: their planet got destroyed by the force. So they, so they wanted, wanted to use the force to basically terraform the Earth into their planet. Yeah. I think. Yeah.
1: It was pretty flimsy. Yeah,
0: yeah it
3: was very that flimsy. That was
1: my
0: major issue with the movie was that these aliens who we've never seen before. And who An art who established. Are established? Like they're shown in the dark at the beginning, so you don't even get a real good look at what they look like. They just turn into humans, you know. So they're just a bunch or of almost invulnerable people. And she really looked like Emma Frost. I'm like, oh, it's yeah, Emma Frost. When we first see her, and it's like, no, it is. But it we've is already not. seen Emma Frost in this universe. I know. I know. <laughs> um, the timeline of the X Men films. Um uh, there boggles my mind. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is apparently set nine years after the last one. So it's set in nineteen ninety
3: two.
0: Nineteen ninety two and apocalypse was in eighty three. I
3: can't remember. It was in the mid
0: eighties anyway. Because yeah. there was the whole we went to the mall scene. Yeah. Jubilee was in that movie.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. so according like to Wikipedia, movie. this was takes Jubilee place in in, in the, the,
3: Apocalypse.
2: Yeah. Briefly. An apocalypse,
0: but not in this. this was she okay?
2: So this place takes place in ninety two, nine years after the last.
0: Right, one. right. So it, which means it takes place thirty years after first class, and I guess mutants don't age the same as humans because Hank McCoy does not look. Like yeah. he's in his mid forties.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, that doesn't really bother me weirdly because in the comics it's not like Magneto ever aged, right? Like Yeah, he's been a World War II uh Holocaust survivor since pretty much the joke. But in
0: comics we've gotten we've gotten issues released consistently for that, years and years okay, and years, and years right? Um anyway. I just <laughs> felt there were no stakes in this movie. Yeah. Like Gene Gray has only been in the X-Men movie since the last one. Yeah. Right? So we never really came to care about her yeah. mm-hmm. or her relationship with Cyclops. And
2: Yeah, cuz that kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Like it, even if it, there's like a little hint of it with Apocalypse? Yeah. But they're, they're just but friends. They, they're just, well, they just meet. And yeah. they're just, yeah.
0: the, the, the whole trip to the mall was Gene and Scott and Jubilee and Nightcrawler, right? It was like a double date kind of thing, first date. Mm. Uh, so we saw the beginning establishment of that, and now we come back to this one, and we're supposed to just, uh, because of our knowledge of X-Men comics, know that Gene and Scott yeah. are... If you
3: have that knowledge of X-Men, yeah, X-Men comics. Yeah.
0: Um, I just... I wanted to care and I didn't.
3: And then for a character that's been in there since the beginning, um Mystique, Raven. Yeah. Here's the spoiler part. When she dies, I mean, I was like, "Oh, well, I guess that's how Jennifer Lawrence gets out of this." Yeah, like, that was exactly I
0: what I thought upset. too. She Jennifer Lawrence never enjoyed making these X-Men yeah. movies. But so. then the the
3: the 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 reason or the way that Hank and Magneto go off the rails because of this. For like 30 seconds and then they're like, oh, wait, wait, she's just a little kid. Okay, we're back on board again. Like that yeah. seems, that yeah. seems very odd. Like I understand Hank channeling his anger and grief at Charles. That mm-hmm. makes sense. But suddenly he wants to murder a teenager. Or she's not a teenager, but suddenly he wants to murder a girl. Yeah. For, that he's basically raised. Yeah. Like, yeah. for no, like, yeah. Well,
0: I <laughs> guess, like, was there a, a, a Hank and Raven Relationship established no, in, the, in the last films. Uh, yes. Yeah, no, uh, that's there? been
1: slowly just, that's been being established the whole time. I of got don't. the idea yeah.
3: that he had the hots for her, but I didn't know it was reciprocated until she died and uh, said, "I yeah. love you." And no, like, oh, she. Oh, she yeah,
1: but oh, okay. Yeah, but, but did she say "I love you" to him? Because she was looking at Charles. At
2: Charles, oh, she was true.
1: looking past
0: him she she when she said, said, "I love, love you. you." Oh,
2: I just uh, I just assumed oh. that was a bad angle,
0: I don't know. I just. I wanted to care more, and I. I did like that line
3: of women seem to be saving your day all the time. They should be called the X women. Well, it's
0: always been the case that the X women have been more powerful than the X men. Your powerhouses on the X Men are Storm and Jean and uh, and Rogue and Psylocke, right? Those are your powerhouses. So, I I hope at the
1: end, like I was kind of hoping in that last little scene when they changed the the name of the school and you see all the stuff. I was kind of hoping that they would, that oh. we'd get some other just little cameos of X-Men. Like, maybe we see a Colossus yeah. walk by.
3: Yeah, like, they or, didn't now, even let any of the kids have little, like,
2: boots of there power. There was one kid that had, like, blue veins in yeah, his face. That's yeah. it. And changing the name of the school...
0: Like that's a thing that happened in the comics. Yep. Wolverine set up the Jean school. Yeah, Ray when he school. takes over the school. Like, if Cyclops you were going to change weird. the name yeah. of the school from the plot of this movie, I would have called it the Raven Darkholm School yeah. for Gifted Youngsters. Yeah, yeah.
3: Because she's the only so, death they really cared about. <laughs> 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 like, and did did I don't that even didn't remember? Jean did
1: she actually die in this movie?
3: Well, she's she, the Phoenix like,
1: Force now. She's flying around in the space.
3: Yeah, they had that little shot of a Phoenix flying at the very, very end. So yeah. I guess that's supposed to mean that she's not dead. Well, we're
2: not getting is. another sequel to this one. That, that's a, this is the the end of the X Men films as we know them at the moment.
3: But let's hear what? your opinions, Brent. We kind of it was it over a movie. Like, <laughs> 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 okay, like
2: there are parts of it. I think the best way I can describe it is. And I don't want to shit all over the movie. I think the actors in this movie were really good. They were just handed... They deserve
1: yes. a better script. Yeah, they were
2: handed great. subpar material.
1: Well, we were reading online. We were trying to figure out when this was originally supposed to come out. That uh, after test screenings, the whole third act was rewritten. Yeah, but it even makes me wonder what, they,
3: what it was... The original well, ending. And
1: ones. one one article headline I did see said something along the lines of they were doing rewrites on the set the entire time. So But which usually
2: well, as I'm, can, can add to it. You know, you fix things as you go, but Yeah, so here's where a little bit of my confusion comes in with this film. Is watching this movie I thought like, oh, this is the budget ex- ending to the X-Men movie because of multiple things. They kill off uh, what's her face Jennifer Lawrence pretty quickly. Um, there's not a lot of makeup in this movie. like Nicholas Holt is as beast is more Nicholas Holt than he is beast in this mm-hmm. film.. Yeah. Yep. Um, the guy who plays Quicksilver is like in it for a grand total of like 10 minutes of the movie. Uh Magneto doesn't even really get a costume in this. He just has his helmet and that's it. Like he wears it um Yeah. There are uh, a lot of
0: long coats.
2: Yeah, so uh yeah, that's if Snowhawk cosplay I happens, happens to be listening. You got a perfect Magneto cos- casual cosplay out of this cuz it's your it's you changed the your uh, Logan shirt into a black shirt and put on a Magneto helmet and you're Magneto from this film. <laughs> um the uh, I thought okay, so they did the, the for whatever reason it was a cheaper budget. That's why the effects are are cheap and everything shot very darkly. And like we did, like you said, we don't really see the aliens, all that stuff. This was a two hundred million dollar movie. They couldn't afford
3: to blow some stuff around. They spent it all on the animations of Jean Gray's eyes. eyes. Yeah. Well,
1: the whole that the final. Fight scene on in the train. The train, train was pretty cool. Yeah, that
3: was good. I but... wanted that level of action earlier. At least in a couple of little yeah. spots throughout the movie, just to make it a little bit more engaging.
2: I also kind of agree with Ryan. And like this is this is the dark the, the Phoenix saga on a whole is it is a, a two part story. You have to build up to her going ape shit.
0: And in the comics, it took six years to tell.
2: Yeah. And the problem is, from their point of view, is they've already used and gotten rid of elements of that story, right? Like, there's no Hellfire Club in yeah. this universe. They got rid of that in the first film. The, uh, and they haven't brought Wolverine back And in, they
1: haven't brought in, Wolverine he's still back. still running around and at and this it, point. Yeah, well, so, at, at this point in this universe... He'd be with Department H, maybe Alpha Flight, maybe. Who
2: knows? Yeah. They even their timelines screwed it's up. Been years. And they it can didn't... always blame Days of Future Past on on the fact that it's fucked. Uh, it's there for me. Like okay, so the alien race that we talked about, right? Why not make it the Brood? Exactly. That's what I That's thought originally. Kind of what they oh, were.
0: We're gonna see the brood. That'll be cool. But no, no. It, it's Except apparently the brood weren't like they
1: were more like bugs. They were like
0: aliens. Yeah, but yeah.
2: They, they take over people, right? Could, like, and you can do they? Yeah,
1: kind of. Where they become that people? Like, I eh. thought they just come along. They're like alien from Aliens. Yeah, sort of sorta. swarm and eat. See what they. Sh- I thought it would have been good if they did made these people from the Shiar Empire. He,
3: he and yeah, once again
2: because that's part of the whole Phoenix yeah, story yeah I wondering the,
3: about that the like, thing
2: is is that to do that it, you need another movie Ryan's to, to right even now. explain all that shit mm. for somebody who doesn't read the comics yeah like you and I would like, oh, okay, Lalandra, bump bam, bam. We Dude. we could pick up on that, or anybody who's watched the '90s cartoon. Yeah, see, I know
3: it about because of the '90s. Yeah, cartoon. yeah,
2: but Which if even they did, do it, an it would be okay really Phoenix views. site, the Phoenix yeah. story. That's where, sadly, that's probably the, the, the best version oh, of yeah. that we have gotten, Which and we'll probably get. I
1: think I've got. You just that stole one. my geek pick.
2: <laughs> that's okay. I think I've got those
1: DVDs me. at home for that story, so I might actually watch it tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs>
2: On a on a whole, like uh, I felt bad for everybody involved in this movie, like <laughs> like except for writer Simon Keinberg. Um he obviously has a hard on for this story. Because what people might not realize is he is the writer of X Men Three: The Last Stand, oh. which is also a dark the Dark Phoenix, Phoenix saga and, and also, also not done great. well.
1: Kind of explains things.
3: That's and, what I said. I like, told
2: me. The, as a screenwriter, you know he's hit and miss. If you look at his credits, uh, X Men: Last Stand is kind of crappy, but he also did the the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes, and he also did um, Days of Future Past. He was a writer on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, he's also listed as a writer on the shitty Fantastic Four, four movie that Josh Trank. Uh, Directed. Oh, the last one? Yeah, um, and he was a writer on Apocalypse, and he's a writer on this, but it's yeah, the, the one thing that I, I kind of have to go into is maybe part of the problem with this one is so Lauren Shuler Donner, who's been a producer on most of the X-Men movies, she helped shepherd the original Brian Singer films yeah. into being. She apparently did didn't have anything to do with this film. Oh, really? Yeah, th- uh, like basically somebody on Twitter like she's been getting like sorry your movie sucks. She replied back, save your condolences. I had zero, not, I had zero, nothing to do with Dark Phoenix or X Men Apocalypse or the New Mutants. Apparently, she's since deleted that, but <laughs> it's the internet. <laughs> it Tweets live forever. Yep. Um... It just mean, maybe that was part of the problem is it like producers aren't writers they but they can help shepherd things for good or for worse and maybe without a little bit of her guiding hand there this kind of went off the rails into crap town like it, it's I've seen worse movies but oh, yeah. it's not particularly great yeah the only other thing I'd say I'd mention in in the where I thought maybe the budget wasn't that big. Is when we see the Grant Morrison style X Men uniforms at the start of the movie, yeah, which disappear within like a scene. We don't see those again.
0: Well,
1: we see them That's a couple what they times. They
0: wore into space, right? Yeah, and, yeah. Then, then, and then they, were they, did they wear? They're all
1: wearing them well, in they the, were to to, when they go to catch to Jean. Oh, okay, they wearing uh, them again. Anytime that once
2: Raven dies, though, they they stop wearing them. None yeah. of them look like they fit properly. <laughs> <laughs> they look like you're like. You know when you see those cosplay jackets on Wish and stuff like yeah. that? And the estimate to your size is kinda close, but you can't actually try it on. That's what they all kinda look to be. Like they're very well made, that just look like they made them for actors who like they didn't bother doing the measuring. They just like okay, he's 6 two. I'll make it for somebody yeah, who's six two. They, they
3: made them kind of boxy. Is that what you're saying? They they just kind of don't seem to fit. They look well. like the
2: Grant Morrison. But X-Men. that's
3: kind yeah, of like what the, the
2: design was.
3: But that's kind of the fashion style in the '90s was bulkier oh, and boxier, I guess maybe. Yeah. Especially the early '90s, because you were still getting that a little bit from the late '80s.
0: I wish there had been subtitles in this movie to tell us where things were. I didn't, Until I just looked it up on Wikipedia, I had no idea that Mag, all that stuff with Magneto and his people was Genosha.
2: I, I just ass- assume I assumed that. it was. But, in your defense, I was waiting for that credit to pop up. I'm yeah. like, they're not even bothering doing that. Like,
0: Okay, yeah. why is he living in a shanty town on the edge of the...
2: City. Like <laughs> the, other, the other thing like was... They showed it was that an island. island. When
0: when they showed the island, I'm like, okay, what's an island that's in the X-Men universe? It's Muir Island, and she's going to see Moira McTaggart, who is probably dead in this universe. I don't remember. No,
2: I think one. she's still alive. Baby. That is what I thought
0: she, she was got going to like, oh,
2: No, wait. she got her brain got, put back together. Back. Oh,
0: Magneto is here with these in other apocalypse. people yes. that I don't know.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah and like you would think okay so there's another thing like I know the comic book and the movie don't have to be the same thing but why give us generic mutants why not give us a couple okay. guys that we would
3: know looking yep. up
0: on Wikipedia the woman
3: oh you found out who she is is
0: Celine?
3: who's I don't know who that is she
0: was the second black queen of the Hellfire Club
3: oh, oh sure
0: yeah the male guy with the hair with the hair, new, with the with the hair with that was new fun. character yeah Why not? Male Medusa. I
3: don't say. I thought it was Forge. Male Medusa. I thought, like, well,
0: I'm like, oh, okay. It's a guy in the trench coat and dreadlocks. Okay, maybe it's Forge. Maybe he just. You know what?
3: I thought it might have been Forge, too.
0: But, uh, yeah.
3: Yeah, like, why not give us a
2: couple characters we, we might be able to, like,
3: for, you know,
0: there's no reason to not. One thing I loved about X Men comics. When I used to read them back in the day, were the non battle issues where they just have a baseball game. So, my favorite scene in this movie was the beach party with the Dazzler
3: console. Oh, that was, that was okay. pretty
2: cool. That, that was a great little snippet cameo Brent that they laughed threw so
0: in, hard in there. Brent lost
3: like, shit. Calm down, so, oh, Brent. My,
0: oh. <laughs> And she looked just like 70s, 70s Dazzler. Yeah. yeah which that is was weird cool. since the movie said in 1992 eh, she could should have sh- looked like 90s Dazzler. Eh. But. Um, but, yeah, that was my, like, here's the team just hanging out, having a good time, and
2: uh, I wish we had more here's of Here's the that. thing.
1: Maybe it wasn't actually Dazzler there, and that's why it looked like 70, 70s Dazzler. Maybe it was a hologram of Dazzler.
2: Yeah, but there was nothing to lead you to believe, no, believe I know. that either.
3: No, I think it was actually her. And no. So, man, she found a style she likes, and she just stuck with yeah. it.
2: So it here's happens. the other thing. Um, I, I, I like to think of myself as a red-blooded Canadian guy. I I think the trope of, well, let's slowly undress the girl who is becoming evil. We can get rid of this. Sophie Turner is a very attractive young lady. But, as so she progresses from having the full X-Men jacket on to having the jacket and a very tight, full, white shirt on. Mm-hmm. Followed by, it's a buttoned up shirt all of a sudden. Then one of the buttons is undone. Then another one's undone. You know, like, we don't have to show her going evil by showing her cleavage. It's a tired trope that we really don't... Cleavage is evil. Well, it makes makes people do stupid things, I'll give you that. (laughs) (laughs) Or has the ability to. But, like... (sighs) And, and uh, like I said, it's it's sad that this is kind of the last run for these guys. They're prob- I don't foresee them being brought back so if the X-Men get brought back.
0: Predictions. How long until we see another X-Men movie?
2: I think it's going to be quite a while. Five
1: years at least?
2: And then well, okay. We're, we're not
1: including the, the possibility of New Mutants. New Mutants is off the table. And Deadpool doesn't count either. Because we know we're getting more Deadpool. Uh, yeah. yeah, deadpools- X Men and
3: Deadpool thing. was almost a better X Men movie. Yeah. <laughs> Although I really love the cast, like I want them to keep the cast. I, I would
2: like it too, but it's it, it, This has been kind of promoted as the last in the X Men saga, and it. it's it's too bad it's and going out like a fart in church. Again,
0: the <laughs> the coolest X Men character that gets nothing to do is Storm.
2: And she and like yeah. she must know that she's not getting picked up again for this cuz she's been vocal about it uh, in interviews oh, has she? or at least she was until the release date of like I got nothing to do in this movie which which is a
3: shame cuz she's such a good character So you know she, what I would love to see is oh, yeah. really good I would I
2: love to see
0: Marvel make a Storm movie Yes Like why not why not reintroduce the X-Men into the Marvel universe one at a time and start with somebody that we're like don't start with Wolverine don't start with Deadpool start with somebody would... like Storm Storm is a character I would could you imagine you could have like you could have her origin move it to Wakanda yeah
2: well See, she's been tied to Black Panther in the past for in the, the, the
0: last comics. few years but the thing
3: know, is, Storm and Shuri a Storm and Shuri yeah. team up I'd watch that. They need to take the, the, the uh, pattern established by the Marvel movies and have individual movies or smaller cast group movies that introduce them to the larger universe, which is what works so well for Mar- for the Marvel
2: it, And if you don't even want to spend the money to do that, that's what you have Disney Plus for. The, yeah. Right there, that it mm-hmm. is. Like, you don't want to make a storm movie because that would cost a lot of money. You don't know what it's do. Make due. it a TV show. Make it a TV show. Five episodes, four episodes to introduce that the character. Or
1: you go back to doing some of the shorts,
2: the yeah. in between yep. movie shorts. That works too. I think that would be actually that would be a really good way to, to introduce the mutants into the universe. Yep. I I don't. After this, I kind of hope they get retired for a little while. Yeah, take them
0: off the table for a bit. I,
2: I, I have a sneaky suspicion Inc- they are, including it, like, Deadpool.
0: I think they're no, I think Deadpool is too much of a
2: money maker. To the
1: mid money, and it's just going to be continuing its own little Deadpool universe. I don't think you know what they already. He'll did, necessarily they, be part of like the Avengers. They and the did regular. the cameo
3: of the of the current X Men cast in Deadpool, so they could pull them into Deadpool.
2: That that could be a way that some of those characters and actors will survive. Yeah, that, that that's very true because it, they, it is basically its own little universe. It would
3: make them more jokey and not really like a serious movie, but
2: but I think I think that may be needed yeah. <laughs> in some ways. So I think in overall, meh. Yeah, yeah. I actually I thought they is were going to kill off to Magneto
1: see. in this movie too. When she, so when she was, was, was crushing his helmet before she pulled I thought he it off, I got
2: stabbed with a bunch of the the shards of it. I thought that was the idea. Like when he, like the power of the thrust of those metal helmet yeah. shards went into him and pushed him out. The I thought, like I thought he was dead. Yeah, but I thought she was going to
1: squish his. Thing when she was, I thought it was, when they, especially when they did the over the shoulder part, I thought yeah. we were going to hear. Yeah, I thought so too. And then the body was going to hit the ground, and I was like, oh there's another
2: dead one." Anyway. And and the, it's sort of like X Men Last Stand is also not a particularly good movie. Interestingly enough, same sort of story. Interestingly
1: but, enough, same sort of ending. Ending.
2: But the the writer or the the actors in that like I felt bad for them at the time because it sort of seemed like well that's going to be the last go for. Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen not that at least they got a little bit of a reprise with yeah, Days Direct of Future continent. Past right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Now, we, now that we mentioned, it, it's not the same sort of ending it's the same fucking
2: ending. I haven't seen Last Stand in so long I couldn't tell you. We
1: have new people in charge of the
2: school in, the, in that one it's okay.
1: in Last Stand it's because Charles is dead.
2: Yes, that, that so must I remember.
1: it's Storm that takes over the school. Storm and Wolverine Right. Yeah. Um, we have Magneto playing chess, and we see what well, well, looks like he's moving the chess piece with his head oh, with yeah, his mind. He
2: loses his powers.
1: Um, uh, you know, Jean's dead. A few other people are dead. That you know. Uh, well, in that one, um, Mystique lost her powers. Now she's dead just the, the the ending part the, the two main things you see at the end of the movie uh, the changing of the school yeah. with new people in charge and then the fucking the chess thing
2: well for a while this was, kindberg was basically saying this is this is my way of getting this movie right for like, oh is it, he got he a, a do okay yeah. and not so much i i think if it's on netflix and you're bored watch it. Uh, uh, I'll probably buy well, it if it's dirt cheap. I posted
1: cheap. it with somebody when we left. I noted the movie theater. And one of my friends uh, had asked on Facebook and what I thought. And I like, well, depends on how much you like the other ones. Uh, and then as far as seeing this one, I said Cheap
2: Night.
3: Yeah.
2: Or... If it's playing
3: with, like Detective Pikachu, if it's playing or, with another movie in yeah, the driveway. I'm happy yeah, I
2: use scene points. Um, yeah, but if it's, yeah. if it's playing with Detective... like. I would say say see Detective Pikachu over this oh, film. Definitely. Yeah. And it's it's a better movie. Yeah. No. Or whole. at least yeah, wait 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 till it comes out on mm-hmm. home video
1: or streaming. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. It, it you didn't need to see it in three D. We didn't see it in three D. I don't see a reason to see this movie. There's no reason to see, I, this, movie no reason to see 3D. this movie in three D. Um and there's really there wasn't anything that, any really big set pieces that's like, Oh yeah, I'm glad I saw that on the big screen. You would have got
0: Train cars fleeing towards your head.
2: If that train you. car fight was cool. Yeah, I, I, I did like true. that. But it's there's not enough good stuff in this movie. Well, like, it's it's a, like, really the only real. Well, I guess other than the fight in the street
1: at the, one, the near the end where they got captured, the only real action sequences in the movie. Mm.
3: Well, and with Gene throwing cars around, but even that wasn't a, a very yeah. long action sequence. <laughs> Night
2: f- Nightcrawler putting that chick in front of the train. I thought uh, awesome. no, that was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> but on a whole, yeah, it's it's too bad that, that these guys aren't going to get a redemption. And, you know, as I said last episode with the, the prospect of New Mutants, and I now definitely stand by it. If New Mutants wasn't just going to be dropped into Hulu or Netflix with no fanfare before this, it is now. Yeah. It, th- this unfortunately, it's not doing well at the box office. This very much tanks the hopes for New Mutants getting out there. Which who knows if it's a good movie or not? But it's sad for all the people who worked on it. You know that that it's kind well, of. Oh
1: yeah, I don't. I they don't, don't get th-
2: together trying to make a piece of shit. Yeah, very rarely I think that's. And I saw an interview with weirdly enough with Halle Berry the other day, where that it was on um, James Corden, and he was doing like this: you could either spill your guts or fill your guts with some disgusting food stuff. And one of the questions was like, "What was the what was a movie?" That you knew was crap while you were making it. And while she
3: was thinking about it, Brenda and I named, like, three movies.
2: (laughs) Apparently it's not Catwoman, which is kind of surprising. But I can't remember what movie it was. But she even says in it, like, and she apologized, like, she, like... She had an inkling while they were making it; it wasn't good, and she's like, "But everybody else on it, like, including her, like, you don't go out to make a crap movie. You want to make something good." Yeah, and you try your
3: darndest to make it good,
2: and just sometimes it doesn't work for whatever reason. Like, like I'm curious what the whole original third act of this film was. Now, yeah, I'm. I don't know if it would have made it any better. No, No. yeah. So yeah, that's our review of Dark Phoenix. Hopefully, the next movie we see is is good. <laughs> well, let's see what do
1: we got coming up. We got Men in Black coming out. Yeah, Yay. we got Toy Story four. Toy Story four. Spider Man. Spider Man. Yay! Spider Man. And we got that yesterday.
3: Oh, oh yeah. yesterday looks
0: good too. I know it's not really and much I would r- like
3: to see Rocket Man. I'd like to see that too. I it might looks go- like
1: this year's.
3: Um,
0: uh, bohemian, rhapsody. bohemian rhapsody
3: i may see if my mom wants to go see rocket Man. what
2: what we may do for uh, going forward and i'm not saying this definitely is maybe if we, if we do some of these movies where it's like only one or two of us send in an audio review and i'll just throw it up on good idea. the end of the episode or something because yeah. like some of them are like like does yesterday really fit with our show like we all want to see a, it it it, it's it's sort of science fiction. Yeah. It's
0: about a world where everybody forgets about the Beatles. Beatles.
1: There are Beatle geeks out there.
3: Yeah, I mean we we review and we talk about what we're geeky about. And you,
1: That's true. It, it and is, it. is our show. We can do whatever geek. the hell we you want.
3: Talk about music all the
0: time. Yeah. So,
2: and it's our show. Damn it. Yeah. So talking. Speaking of geeky things. Geek picks. Anybody want to go first? Well,
0: I will choose the 90s X Men Dark Phoenix saga Mm. as my geek pick. If you want to watch an adaptation, if you don't have time to go and find the comics and read those, which are really good,
2: it's um, Chris Claremont and John Byrne at the top of their game. Conveniently re released in trade paperback two weeks ago. Oh, really?
0: Totally different story than what's in this movie. Read that. That is really good. The '90s X-Men cartoon gets it as about as good as you can get. Of course, we had to put Gambit and Rogue in it and Jubilee because that's the characters we were given in this yep. animated series. But that is, and they told it over what two or three episodes. I. It's think. It's a
2: couple. Yeah. yeah.
0: It might be like the whole third season, mm-hmm. like the build up to it. So, um, if you have to uh, watch an adaptation of the Phoenix Saga. Please track down the X-Men animated series. I know it used to be on Netflix. I don't think it is anymore.
3: That's too bad, because I would like to rewatch it.
0: it. Uh, we can find it. It's yep. available out there. I've either. got, I
1: think, three of the DVDs at home. Oh, okay. the first. Three I seasons. wouldn't be
2: surprised if it pops up on Disney Plus in a couple months. Oh, yeah. Well, whenever that so, comes
1: yeah. out.
0: So that's my pick. The X-Men <laughs> animated series. The Dark Phoenix Saga. Good pick. Good pick.
1: Thank you. Okay, if I'll go next. Ryan? So I'm I got a comic this week. This is my pick. Ooh. The comic series, uh, the deceased, the DC. Yeah, you, so you're trying to sell me on it. I'm I'm, I'm going se- to pitch it to you now. So you, when a few years ago, Marvels did their Marvel Zombies, where yes. the Marvels universe got infected with a zombie virus type thing. Nobody knew where it came from or how it started, and then they did a whole story like a few different sequels later with uh, the uh, the Book of the Dead and Ash and stuff yeah, like this, but yeah. that, whatever.
2: The so first one's pretty solid. It's solid, yeah.
1: So this is kind of, it's kind of DC's version of that, but they're not really zombies. They're dead. Um, but, so what happens in this one is um, Darkseed gets the anti-life equation. Yes. And he kidnaps... Or cap, you know, he kidnaps, he captures Cyborg, and wants to incorporate uh, the anti-life equation into Cyborg's apocalyptic technology and the living technology that he has. And then he also ends up capturing the the Black Rider, uh, black the Black Rider, Black Runner, black, which is like the, the Black, black Flash, the, the Black Racer, which is like death.
0: Oh, the guy, not the guy on skis.
1: I don't know. I don't think he looks know, I'm like I'm not sure Flash if he's
2: on skis anymore. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. I think they made him look more like a Flash. But he's a way Jack he's, Kirby, yeah. He's like one of the, one of the you know you know, of incarnations of death in the DC. So he ends up kind of melding the anti-life equation with death into Cyborg, which creates this anti-life virus, like technolo- technological virus. That so it's you know it makes people dead, um, and they're inclined to spread the virus, but they're not you know they're not uh, propelled by hunger, or this you know this need to, 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 to devour people, but it's more of a need to spread the virus, and it's spread by by touch like a blood, or by technology. So like right now, Kevin could catch it because he's looking at his cell phone and it would pop up on his screen and he'd have, he'd be infected and then he's to try to bite, bite the rest of us. But you'd also be caught, Jen, because you're playing with your cell phone and Brent's on his laptop. So he'd be dead too. And I'd be running for my life.
3: Now we'd all bite you.
1: Well, yeah, probably. Cause well, I'd yeah. trip on something and fall. and But a good read so far? Uh, So far, so good. Uh, It's only
2: two issues in. So it's been a pretty good read. Um. Some nice. I sub- love the variant covers, the horror movie covers. They've for been them making are fantastic.
1: three covers, I think at least three covers for each issue. There's a standard cover, there's a headshot of a character cover, like kind of like a yeah. like the one I bought this week was a kind of like a zombified Superman. Um and then they've been doing horror movie poster homages. Uh, which is why I ended up buying the first issue in the first place, because it was a really cool, like it poster. But instead of being, um, what's the clown's name? Pennywise. 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 It was the Joker mm. and a Robin with a balloon. I used you know. So it was like a whole really creepy, you know, Joker and Robin poster. Uh, this second issues poster was Nightmare on Elm, Nightmare on Elm, Street. Elm Street. Which I wasn't so I, I'm not a fan of those movies. Didn't care, but I liked the Superman, so I got that one instead. So yeah, so okay. deceased.
2: Good pick, Jan.
3: Did I already do Shira Season 2 with my geek pick? Yes, yes when
2: it came out. Uh, so,
3: I haven't uh, really been doing very many geeky things because I've been working. And, yeah, and, and
2: you did your book last week. I didn't,
3: yeah, the books. Uh, I guess my geek pick's going to be Detective Pikachu because it was <laughs> stupid cute.
2: Yeah, you really liked it. I really
3: you? enjoyed it. So, okay. yeah, I already told you why because, you know, that was part of the podcast. But,
1: Rewind an hour ago to find out why. Yeah, <laughs>
3: Detective Pikachu
2: so for for mine, um, I'm going to delve a little bit into the world of wrestling. Oh, but wow. uh, it's something that people who don't like wrestling, I think should take a look at. It's uh-huh. a show on Viceland called The Wrestlers. It's hosted by uh, well, I guess hosted by uh, Damien Abraham from the punk band Fucked Up. And what he did, this show is like has been in the can for like a year and a half, two Wait, years. Is that
3: the guy with the beard? Yes. Oh. He's in a punk band?
2: Yeah, called Fucked Up.
3: Huh. He Very good. Like, like they're
2: they're an awesome band,
0: I'm told. They won the Polaris Prize person. one year.
2: The, yeah, for uh, a concept album called David Comes to Life, which I, I it's phenomenal. But so what he's done with the show is it's not just him interviewing wrestlers. There's context to each of the episodes, and some of it's cultural. So the first episode is... Um, Basically bringing talking about the new breed of wrestlers and new guys getting into it. Um, the second episode, it focuses mainly on a guy who's kind of on his way out, uh, a guy named MVP. The third episode, which just released the week of this recording, is about um, this Japanese promotion called Stardom, uh, which is all female. And it's it takes a look at it from a cultural standpoint and things that go weirdly with it. so it, it's like um, like partially about like the idol system in Japan and how that relates into this wrestling company like how uh, like and the, the cutesy idols and stuff like that. but also other things like one of the girls who works at stardom is 14 or 15. And part of the thing is is the the fan base for stardom is mainly male. And that's kind of creepy. Yeah, but it's it's weird, it's creepy and it's not creepy at the same time in the way Japanese cultural yeah. works. So like and he and Damien even mentions that. it. So one of the things that happens is like the all these wrestlers after the show do like signings, right? So all these women are signed up and they're signing and all these guys who are getting stuff signed also bring them gifts and stuff. And he, he says, like, it's really kind of odd and disturbing for me from, like, a cultural sense from where I come from to watch, like, a 50-year-old man give this 14-year-old girl gifts. And he's, he even states, like, from what he's everybody he talks to who works there and stuff like that, is, like, it's not a sense of, like... Anything sexual will ever come out of this,
3: or entitlement, it's or entitlement, or
2: anything. But at the same time, from his cultural standpoint, it's just because <laughs> he's also like a dad himself. Yeah. The I know from he's friends with uh, my friends John and Way, and I know one of the upcoming episodes is about uh, wrestling in Senegal. I think in Sen or no the. Democratic Republic of the Congo, like Africa, where it's a mixture of pro wrestling as we know it and witchcraft. Like basically it's if you are, it's called witch catch. And if you are the local like shaman person or there's a bunch of them, it's a way for you to advertise your abilities to a crowd. I can't wait to see this episode. Like, and he, like, he, he, he does a couple other cultural things like that. Like, there's a, uh, I want to say it's a South American wrestling one where it's all based around women empowerment. And it's basically these women wrestle in what you would kind of think of as traditional, like, women garb, like dresses and like, headscarves and all that and they're doing pro wrestling and it's a way and it's a way of telling the story of like getting over abuse and stuff like that or something okay it's a really fascinating series and it's really really well done like it's it's very well put together um i think you can watch it on viceland's website if you are in the u.s i'm not sure if you can watch it here in canada like that um there have been people posting it up on youtube each episode is about 40 minutes long, but it, it's really kind of fascinating some of the stuff that he's looking at and talking about, like, just from the position they've taken. Like, it's it, he's looking at it more from a cultural point of view than just, like, you know, this guy can do a 360 backflip off no. of it. it. You know, there's a little bit of that in the, the first episode, but after that, it's really sort of fascinating. So mm. it's called The Wrestlers. It's on Viceland. Check it out. That's it for us this episode. Uh, we will be back. Ryan and I might be back sooner with, because E three is happening right now, so we might do a, like a little mini episode catching everybody up on the video game news that comes out of this weekend.
3: Hopefully, more Sims news.
2: We're Hopefully already getting Halo news, so but, and, and Star, Wars, Star news. Wars
0: news. We're coming into convention season. There's going to be lots of news. Soon. Yeah,
2: we we had to miss Niagara this weekend, unfortunately, mm-hmm. just due to budgetary concerns, but. Um, hopefully, Fan Expo will be covered. We we shall see. Um, I will be there in some form or another. Same. But, um, so yeah, until the next episode, where who knows what we're covering next? Did we say? Nope, because we don't know yet. We don't uh, okay. know. We'll but... figure it out and post it up. Yep. Yep. Until then, uh, thank you for listening, and we will see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Such a phasers to... You've been listening to another episode of True North Nerds. Thank you very much for listening. If you're a first-time listener, please go to your podcast thing of choice and give us a review, rate us, compliment us. We like that. And it also helps the algorithm so we can maybe get stuff. And then we can give away stuff. Lots of stuff. Theme song for True North Nerds provided by Kirby Crackle. You can find Kirby Crackle at... KirbyCrackleMusic.com Go there, purchase all their albums Make them happy because uh, Kyle's a really nice guy And he makes really good music In the meantime, you can find us On Twitter, Facebook And other social medias like Instagram at TrueNorthNerds You can also find our new web hub at TrueNorthNerds.com Until next episode